Hello, my name is Shay Cormack. I live in New Zealand in a city called Wellington. I have been uh, dungeon mastering primarily in using 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons for the last two or three years. Um, so I'm by no means a, a master, but in that time I have started a club in my local city, uh, which has slowly grown and I have uh, been running regular games every week for quite some time. So I'm starting to at least know that I don't know everything and I've got some experience and especially through running the club, I've got some idea about what uh, your general uh, beginner player um, or random player just off the street uh, is interested in and um, how to connect with them and how to have fun. That's probably the main thing I know how to do is have some fun and uh, drag other people into that fun so we can have more fun as a group. <coughs> That's really the reason I started playing Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, I had played a little bit when I was a teenager. I remembered it being... Um, I'm far from being a teenager now, just entering into my 40s, and I remembered it being as a lot of fun, a great way of getting uh, like-minded people around um, the table, and a great way to have a laugh with those people. And I'd moved into a new city, I wanted to meet some new people, uh, people that were interested in things like the same kind of movies and books and genres and, and things that I was interested in, and I wanted to sit around with them eat chips and laugh and uh, that's what Dungeons and Dragons has really been able to to do for me. Last night I met a, a young man and uh, from another city he was telling me that his dungeon master was having to go and uh, leave the country very soon and they were going to be looking for a dungeon master and I said to him oh you should do it and he said oh but you know the preparation all that work and I said oh you should do it my way because uh, the way I'm doing it, it's got very little preparation, it's really fun, all sorts of things can happen in the, in the game, and you as the dungeon master get to play the game, not be some kind of director. And um, I walked out and I told him a couple of uh, podcasts and a couple of blogs to try and uh, read and learn about uh, um, hex crawls. That's what I was uh, trying to encourage him to play. And then I thought, actually... There's nothing much out there as far as I know that explains hex, hex crawls from the very start and uh, especially from the perspective of someone who wants to play 5th edition. So I'm making this podcast in response to that need out there um, to learn about um, hex crawls and 5th edition put together. So I thought I'd start with this episode by um, just defining some of the types of play that I'm going to be talking about and then maybe make a bit of a case of why they're really great. Well I've used the word hex crawl a lot so far and um, it's in the title of the of uh, the episode so I'll start with that. A hex crawl um, is Dungeons and Dragons played in part with a map that is made up of a whole lot of hexagons. So just imagine a map um, of the geography of your local area and laid on top of that is these little hexes uh, each hex might be six miles across 
maybe it's 24 miles across uh, but for example let's say six miles across and uh, in the course of a game if the players wish to travel from one town to another or maybe from the town they're in uh, to the location of a uh, like an adventure location, like maybe a dungeon or something like that, they might travel through a series of hexes on their way to that location. And uh, each time they move into a hex, there's the opportunity for them to discover uh, new types of terrain, new challenges, new threats, new friends. And so a hex crawl um, gives the DM and the, and the players the opportunity to uh, travel and explore the world in a in a more in-depth way than often happens in Dungeons and Dragons. And a lot of Dungeons and Dragons um, traveling between locations can be kind of hand waved with like yes, you travel for several days on a road, you meet X, Y, and Z t different people, and they tell you these rumors, and then you arrive there. So you can fast forward a lot of the travel aspect um, of an adventure quite easily in Dungeons and Dragons and there's nothing wrong with that um, but one argument I'd make for it is that uh, in almost every fantasy novel uh, or story it's the journey um, from one place to another uh, which is really the meat of the adventure say for example an easy one is Lord of the Rings they start off in the Shire in the village of um, the Hobbits and they have to get to Mordor and put the ring uh, into the into the volcano now obviously the culmination of everything and the the most important part is putting the ring in and having it destroyed but it's all the travel from the starting location to the to the end location it's all that travel and all the interesting people they meet and the enemies they fight and the different challenges they overcome that's where the real story is in a fantasy genre and um, you can have that in your D&D too there's a couple of things that go along with the idea of a hex crawl. Um, two other styles of play that I want to talk about as well. One is called West Marches. Now, which West Marches style of game refers to the idea that the players start every session from one location. Maybe it's a town or a keep or a fortified village. Um, some safe starting location. And by the end of the session, they're going to get back to that safe location. Now, the reason for having this style of play is because it connects to the next one I'm going to mention, which is called an open table. An open table um, is a game of D&D. So in my case, we play D&D every Friday night at my place. And anyone can turn up. Now... If you aren't in attendance the previous week, you're not going to turn up and find that the party is halfway through a dungeon and you've got no idea what's going on or, um, you know, and suddenly you just magically appear in the dungeon next to the rest of the party and we just hand wave that and just say, let's keep playing. At the end of every session, all the players return to the starting base, starting town, or castle and the next week they start from there again and so this way you kind of get the idea um, that there's a loose uh, association of heroes or characters in this town or keep and on a every now and then maybe once a week 
some of them get together and decide to go on a mission outside of that safe place and go and do something and then come back. The great thing about an open table is you can have a lot of players um, that come in and out of your game. And one of the, we all know one of the most difficult things about running D&D is scheduling with other people. So imagine a game now where instead of having four or five regular players and you get that roster and they all basically have to turn up for the game to work, well maybe you can, maybe you can survive without one of them. But if two of them suddenly can't come, now you're stuck. Uh, you're in a real tricky position there. Now imagine my table. I have eight to ten quite regular players. Now three of them can drop out they've got sick or they've got to go to work or do something three of them can drop out and I will still have seven players turn up to my table now I'm a little bit extreme in the size of the table I'm running but just imagine you have seven or eight people that you know that play D&D and they all want to play but they've all got busy lives um, and so if you only picked four or five of them you know that every week two of them just aren't going to be able to make it and it's really going to screw up your game. Well, if you've got seven or eight people that you know that want to play, and uh, on a weekly basis, five of them can turn up, and the other two or three are unavailable, that means every week you're going to have five people at your table having fun, um, and it's going to be kick-ass. So those three things together um, make for a really fun game. So I've got the reasoning for an open table. You can have a consistent... Uh, attendance um, of your game every week. West Marches is the style that enables that open table because we're going to be starting almost like from scratch every session uh, from the same location and Hex Crawl is enabling us to enjoy um, the journey between locations and the reason um, I advocate that is again like I said the fantasy genre is heavily predicated on the the journey aspect being the, the place where the characters grow and develop and overcome challenges um, but also if we think about the way D&D is often described as having three pillars of play there's three important aspects of play role-playing uh, which is interacting with people and having a conversation and developing the personality and quirks of your character We've got combat, uh, which is a no-brainer. That's going to happen in D&D all the time. Fighting the baddies, hopefully killing them and not dying in the process. And then exploration. Exploration is often the most difficult to uh, add in to your D&D game. Um, and hex crawls can help you do that. So I'm going to finish up this, this episode. But I'm going to have another one coming along really soon after this and uh, in there I'll start getting down to the nuts and bolts of what this looks like and how you can do it and I'm also going to uh, find a, a website or something a blog or somewhere where I can start to share some of the resources I've created for myself for my table things that you can look at yourself and either copy wholesale or use as a learning uh, learning tool so you can produce your own your own resources after you see how easy it is um, to copy mine so I really hope um, that a few people listen to this especially shout out to Chris who I met yesterday I hope you listen to this and learn about 
uh, how really cool hex crawls are. I just want to do one other shout out as well. Um, I learned about hex crawls and how to do them and I've been heavily influenced by Jason Hobbs. He has two podcasts, a blog as well and a website, but his uh, podcast is called Hobbs and Friends. His second podcast is called Random Screed. And if you just look up Hobbs and Friends um, on the internet, you'll find his website and his blog. Um, great stuff from there. Thanks, Jason.